Postcards and mailboxes, meters and stamps. You are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Clocky. That's Jen Diz. Today we have a very special guest, as you just heard, Clocky of the Sent from Disneyland podcast to share with us all about his podcast and how and why we should send postcards from Disneyland. So today's show is a little different because we are missing Mike, my lovely co-host. However, I do have a guest on the show to join me for a chat. And that is Clocky of the Scent from Disneyland podcast. Welcome, Clocky. Hello. Good to, good to be here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, so I always like to start off with finding out, like, what made you a Disneyholic? Like, how did that happen? What's your Disney story? When did it all turn into crazy obsession Disney level? <laughs> So I, I would say, like, I started off going to Disneyland a lot as a kid. We would go once a year. Um, my grandparents were photographers, and we'd go down for a convention to the LAX Hilton, and there would always be a Disney trip associated with that. I wouldn't say I became ah, a Disney-holic okay. until <laughs> I was there later on. I was probably, I can't remember what year it is. I'll have to look up the date of when they moved the Pet cemetery in Haunted Mansion to the main queue. And I remember right. looking at Ooh, it. I wish I could tell you that off the cuff, but I can't remember. I can't remember either. either. And I remember looking at it. I was there with my mom. I knew it was, I was a kid. Looking at it there with my mom. And this guy was like, oh, yeah, they moved it from over here. And they you know put it over here. And I was like, they do things like that. Like, there's detail. <laughs> I was like, you know, it just, it always been an amusement park to me. It hadn't been really a theme park. And then when I saw that, I was like, oh. And so then I started looking more into it. And then in the early 2000s, I started really just buying and and getting old maps and all that kind of stuff to look at the history of Disneyland. So that that's what got me into more Disney than I would have. I mean, we we grew up with the movies. I grew up watching, you know, all you know, the the Renaissance movies plus, you know, I even grew up watching when they used to re-release films in the theaters. So I I remember seeing Pinocchio in the theaters. Yeah. I remember seeing 101 oh, yeah, the Dalmatians was like starting around then. Yeah, yep. and they just <laughs> And I, I wish they'd do it again because I'd go, I'd go see you know Hunchback in the theaters again. I'd go see totally. I'd go see Alice in the theaters again. But oh, that actually sounds so amazing right now. That would be like the perfect moment in time for me is just like go watch a classic Disney film in the theaters right, right now. Oh, that would feel so good. Wow. But yeah, that's how I. So that, yeah, that's so that's how I became a Disney holic. I just learned gotcha. learned one bit of history of the haunted mansion and said, oh. Well, now I now I need I to it. now I need to know everything. I love it. So that's a very similar story to me. Where and my listeners already know this, but for you, like when I found out about the tributes they do, like when they take an old ride out and like hide something from the old ride in the new ride, that was my awakening. That same moment was like, wait, what? Like they care about that? Like what do you mean? What's this detail? So then I started digging in, just like you did. So that's so funny. Like it, there's something that kind of pushes you over the ledge. And it's those Disney details. It's like, wait, this is more than just a, an amusement park. It's a theme park, right? It's yeah. a little different. So, so cool. So um, I'm very excited to have you on um, 
because we adore you. However, <laughs> there's also another reason, and that's because I love highlighting other Disney, like Disney Holic creators. So like someone who's out in the universe, like creating new content that's just so fun for us Disney nerds to to listen to. So you have a podcast and it's called The Scent from Disneyland Podcast. And I want you to tell us all about it. Let's pretend that none of us have ever heard about it. And I just want to hear from the get-go how you would sell it to us. Right. So I would say, and I've had friends actually give me these words to use, and I, I love them. It's, I'm breathing life into old postcards that ha- would have gone you know, to the trash or would have gone to anywhere. And bringing that history and that, you know, those people back to life, you know, it's, it's weird because what I do with the podcast in general is I take two postcards every week. I read the back of them. I read the, I talk about what's on the front of them and then I go into some Disney history, but sometimes I have to research a little bit more. If I can't read a name, uh, I'm used to cursive, but 1950, <laughs> yeah. 1955 cursive and 1960s cursive is, and personal handwriting is very different from what we're used to seeing now and today and be able to see, kind of see, typed out or, or block lettering. So sometimes I'll have to look up on like, there's a website called find a grave. So I'll have to like, look up to see if I have the last name correct. So I'll go to that oh, website wow. oh, and it's weird. And I, when I talk about breathing life back into a postcard, I read some stories of these people because of the, the obituaries on there or anything like that. Like I get some, some deep history in there and, and some sad stuff. And then also some like, Oh, this person lived to be like 102 you know, so it's, it, oh my yeah, it's crazy stuff like that. It, it, and it depends. I don't wow. do it with every single postcard, but some postcards I need to because I go, I can't tell if that's a shnamashma or shnamashma. You know, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's S and a lot of letters afterwards, and it's not Smith. So let me go through and try to figure out what that what that last name is. And so, you know, usually I'll find sometimes a full family history of, of these people. And it's interesting to take, you know, that moment in history of, you know, their their relative went in 1962 and sent them this postcard and said, "Hey, when you get this postcard, don't forget to pick me up from the airport on Tuesday." You know, like little <laughs> things like that. So it's a lot of fun, and I, oh you know, God. I started doing it just because I had all these postcards and didn't know what to do with it, and so I said, "Here's a good way to put this forward. Do something different." Right. Yeah. The first time I heard your podcast, I was like, "Okay, cool. I, I know he's reading Disney postcards." on the show and then talking about what's on them but like I was feeling like something was going to be missing and then as soon as you would like dive into the history I'm like oh my god it's a perfect like opportunity for this like the way your format is is just like absolutely perfect I adore it so um so yeah so you basically take two Disney postcards for your podcast all the time right yeah yep well and you read I, on the back and I, I love that you were able to translate some cursive because we'll, we'll put an I've a- also had a lot of trouble with that we'll put an asterisk on it I I have done an episode for Disney World and I have done an episode for Knott's Berry Farm but oh that's okay theme park <laughs> theme fun park. stuff yeah <laughs> But just just for fun, one one time because I actually went to Knott's Berry Farm, and another time because I was going to Disney World. I said, "Oh, I'll do I'll do a Disney World episode." They still had Disneyland ties, but um, and it depends on what's on the postcard. It's not. I've done some non Disney history ones when there's something like one of them. They went to the Rose Parade, so we talked about the Rose Parade. One of them they talk they talk specifically about um, going to see a taping of Three's Company. And so I found that episode of Three's Company and watched it and kind of <laughs> talked about that. So it kind of depends on what's oh on the God, postcard. I love it. So or there that's is... really cool too because these people have no idea that in the future, like 30, 40 years down the road, somebody is going to be like, like 
investigating what whatever they're talking about. Like, oh, now you've discovered this new episode of Three's Company from the 80s right, or whatever, yeah. or 70s. And like, it was a wild episode, too. I was like, oh, this is a good episode. <laughs> Glad I watched this. Oh, my God. I love good thing it. it was like for free on like Amazon or something. I was like, oh, good. It's there. I can just watch it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, so. It, you got into doing this podcast because you realized you had all these postcards already and you're like, how can I make this into content, right? Right. So what made you get into collecting these postcards? So one morning, randomly in my my apartment, I was watching TV and watching one of those just those good morning shows. We, we have it in Sacramento. It's Good Day Sacramento. Other places, it's, you know, Wake Up Baltimore or, you know, Bright Sunshine, whatever. Right. And so I'm watching this, and they were at our local Scottish Rite Temple talking about a vintage paper show. And I said, you know what? I've got nothing to do today. Let me just go check out the vintage paper show. So I rolled in and thought, okay, I'm bringing some cash. If I can find some Disney stuff, like some Disney postcards. I was already collecting Disney maps at that point. If I can find some Disney maps, that would be great. And then... Walked out of there with a handful of postcards that I just, at that point, I wasn't looking at the history of the postcard. I was just looking at like, oh, I like this image. Oh, here's a Haunted Mansion postcard. I want that one. Oh, this one has this. Oh, I want that one. Oh, this one's dated from, from 1956. Okay, that's an old one. I want Ooh, that one. that's so cool. So I just bought a bunch of postcards and thought, eh, these are cool. And then put them to the side, use them for decoration. And then I kept going back to the paper shows looking for maps, but then also most of the stuff that were they would be selling would be postcards. So I was just buying more postcards, buying more postcards to the point where I had way too many postcards and started to think, what <laughs> what should I, what can I do with this? Because sometimes if I, I had blank ones, I was sending them to people. I'd go to the park. The, the postcards at the park are not great. So the older postcards, although probably weren't great back then either, are a lot more fun to send out. And Yeah, they're cooler now. <laughs> part, 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 part of me feels like it's a, it's, fulfilling the legacy of that postcard that postcard was supposed to be put as you know you're supposed to put oh a stamp God, on it, it and then put it in the mail so i started you know getting a lot of you know friends that would enjoy postcards so i'd send postcards and i had all these ones i had writing on it that i disliked the image and then started thinking about like well what if i did this and started researching some other podcasts that do similar things and then kind of went from there oh my god i love it it's i can absolutely already see a pixar short of this postcard that's been waiting 40 years to get a stamp right. put on it and put it in the mail and written to some loved one or something. Uh, it's just, just sitting there like on a start rack. crying from this Pixar short. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling Pixar right now. That's, that's amazing. One. Yeah, I think that, so it's one thing that you and I had in common because I had also gone to a couple of these vintage paper fairs and I also found out about it. Like, I think I found out about it on the, um, like, SF Fun and Cheap or something like that. It's like one of those websites oh, yeah. where they tell you, like, <laughs> free things to do in your area and I was like what's this this looks pretty cool because I've always loved like vintage stuff and especially ephemera which is like the end of my like I shouldn't look into any more ephemera because I don't have any more wall space like <laughs> so like I can't really do too much with it so um but I do adore it and especially like when I got into the postcards I would collect ones that were blank specifically I just didn't want to have the writing on it for that whatever reason and then I as soon as one time I like flipped it over and paid attention to what it said, I'm like, what have I been doing this whole time? These are like people's memories of Disneyland on these Disney postcards. Like, this is actually like gold to me. I should have been collecting the ones with the writing this whole time. So when I found out about your podcast, I was like, yes, this is like what I've been missing out on this whole time. So 
perfect combo of that. I love it. <clears throat> and it was funny because you mentioned that a lot of times people would write about other stuff. Some of the ones I started getting after that, they are just like talking about whatever. Like, oh, yeah, it's 70 degrees and we rented a Volvo. And I'm like, no, tell me about Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> right. What did you ride? What did you do? What was it like in the park? Tell me your favorite cotton candy weird story or something. Like, come on. To, to, yeah, it's so funny. It's funny to see. I've got a couple that talk about the rides that they hated. And I go, perfect. Like, give give me that information. Otherwise, it's like, oh. Right, yeah. Went, went, went by Susie and Billy's. They're doing well. And then we're going to go to San Diego next. And then down to Mexico. It's like, okay, great. But but what happened at Disneyland? <laughs> talk about the front of this postcard. Yeah. That's actually interesting. It might might have been like back then more of a um touristy thing than it is now like i mike and i always say that disneyland we treat it like our um oh my god what's the word i'm looking for like the club you go to when you're like a country club we we treat disney like a literal country club for us and um back then it might have been more touristy so like it's literally people on road trips that are also going to the san diego zoo and like all the other things so they're talking about their whole trip Versus just Disneyland, like it would be for me. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It, most of the postcards that I have that talk about going somewhere else, it's always three locations or four locations. And it's Marineland, it's San Diego, it's up the coast, it's San Francisco or Vegas or the Grand Canyon. The, like everyone's right. going yeah. to one of those places next. That quadrant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do remember I had one. I wish I had my postcards with me to look at them with you, but. Um... I do remember one talked a lot about the La Brea Tar Pit. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. I don't think I have a La Brea Tar Pit one. That's interesting. I bet I do. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. There's so many postcards. I tried to... I know. So good. I tried to catalog them, but I get overwhelmed by how many I still need to catalog. But usually if I have something, I'll put in the information real quick. And then if there's something unique about the postcard that that I can just glance at, I'll put it on there. Like I've got a couple... I've got one that's a divorce postcard. That she was oh, like, no, what yeah, do you mean? No, no, that they they went to Disneyland after their divorce to just go have fun. And, <laughs> but I'm I'm looking for one to like pair with that, or I've got I've got another one where they went to Disneyland for their honeymoon, but I only have one, so I'm like I've got to hold on to that one for another good honeymoon postcard. And I know they're right, out there, say that because it's not like Disneyland yeah, right? wasn't a location to go, be. yeah, or birthday parties. Oh God, or I have something to go. Like I'll look at mine and I'll send you some if they're <laughs> they're helpful. <laughs> Helpful to the cause. Donate. It's right. like a museum. <laughs> right. Actually, I have some people that send me some postcards because they were written on and they know that I use them. They're like, here, take, yeah, use this because it this helps yeah, you more than anything totally else. Yeah, I totally look at mine. That's awesome. Wow, that's so cool. So how long have you been doing the podcast? I have been doing the podcast for three years now. I'm coming up on three, three years. years. Yeah, I started, there, there was a point where I was always talking about it, not doing it. And then there was a postcard show that I was going to and I said, I can't go to this postcard show and say, I'm working on a podcast. I need to say, I have a podcast. Right. So some end of August in uh, 2019, I I sat down. I said, okay, I'm doing it. I did it. I posted it. I published it. I went to San Francisco, went to the postcard show, and I felt better about, one, buying more postcards that I would actually now use, and then, two, (laughs) being able to say, like, oh, I have a podcast. This is my podcast. You know, I do do this. And and then I've done what – the crazy part about it, and and you know it as a podcaster, too, is the consistency. I've done it now for 140-something weeks in a row. And, right. it, you know, and, and it's important because you'll, you'll forget about it. I do short podcasts, so it's nice to put in your your mix or your, your cue or if it's part of your, oh, my Monday commute, I listen to the Set from Disneyland podcast because 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with, you know, politics or sports or anything else that's going on. It's just, you know. Right. It's like a breath of fresh air. I've got some friends that listen to it specifically because it's not anything they usually listen to. Just as it's, oh, I get to hear Clocky's voice and I don't have to remember <laughs> any of this. And then they'll, then all of a sudden we'll be at Disneyland and they'll spout <laughs> something off like, oh, did you know this? I'm like, yeah, I know that because I talked about it on my podcast. Like, oh, yeah, that's where I learned it. That is one of the fun things, too, like when um, of just being a podcaster in general is hanging out with people that listen to your podcast and you want to tell them a story because you're excited about it and you realize they've already heard it because you talked about it on the podcast (laughs) and then you're just repeating yourself. And it's like it's like funny and flattering at the same time because it means they listen to your podcast, which is a bonus. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) And then two, like you're just repeating yourself. So it's like, whoops, sorry about that. I usually will have something like if, if I'm out and hanging out with friends who listen, I'll usually have something that I didn't talk about on the podcast that was just harder to put into words that would that don't spark a conversation. Right. So if there's something that is harder to describe and then when you're at the actual location, be like, oh, yeah, no, if you look here where I can like physically point to you, then I'll be able to add some stuff. But right. it is hard because half the time I'm like, oh, these are the stories I talk about all the time. But I've also learned stuff from the podcast. Oh, yeah? Like you, what? You, you, I mean, you think you know it all, right? You think, oh, I, I know a lot about it. I know everything about Disneyland that you could possibly know. I, <laughs> I know it all. And then I'll look up like, oh, I had no idea. I did a podcast episode in January that I was like, oh, I need to do one real quick. Let me look up information about the Adventureland Bazaar. That place, okay. is, that place is fascinating. I, oh, I love <laughs> this. This is like my favorite thing is that you could pick some random thing that doesn't really matter to you too much. And then all of a sudden you look into it and you're like, wow. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, I've got a couple of postcards. The Adventureland Bazaar is on the front. It's easy for me to talk about shops because they were there for so, you know, for however much time. Mm-hmm. Talk about the shops real quick. And then I have a book. Where did I put it? Somewhere. Oh, it's called the 55ers. Do you have the 55ers book? I do not, but I know what that is. So I, I pull out the 55ers book and I look up all the history of the individual shops that were in the bazaar. So that bazaar that we go to now used to be like five or six different shops that were that were all owned and operated by different people. And the one of the shops would actually just go to um, Oliveira Street in L.A., buy stuff, put... <laughs> put purchase in Disneyland stickers on the bottom of it and they oh would my God. they would buy it for like, you know, pennies on the dollar or, or for like a dime on that street and then come back and sell it at Disneyland for like a buck fifty and turn a huge oh, profit on oh everything God. they were selling. So like hilarious. But like I, I went into that episode thinking, okay, I'll, I'll talk about these shops, there'll be no time. And I was like, oh no, I have like five episodes in here of information because right. it's just like <laughs> so many shops. That's happened quite a few times where I'll pick a topic and I'm like, no, wait, this has to be like its own episode. Like I can't, I don't want to yeah. talk about it so briefly. Like it needs to, it's fascinating enough to where I want to spread it out and like actually dig into it because it's yeah, so I, fun. I actually thought the bizarre shop would, the bizarre would be like half of my episode. Like, oh, I'll talk about the bizarre for one half and then I'll, I'll talk about a shop in like Fantasyland or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, no, I've. I need to make this actually three or four episodes. There's no, there's no oh, way God. of covering all of it. I need to go it. listen to that episode again. It's so cool. Oh, I love it. Um, okay, so let's see here. Do you know, so I looked up a little bit about, and this is, again, like this is another thing that you might think is like off the 
like having no idea about Disneyland mailboxes, you might just be like, who cares? There's mailboxes. Oh, it's fascinating as well. <laughs> like I already found a bunch of super random facts I want to run by you at some point today. But before we do, do you know any like unique, fun, interesting stories or history about the mailboxes in Disneyland? Not directly. The only thing I've actually learned recently, I went to I went to DC and went to a postal museum there because I'm a nerd and <laughs> saw the welcome and, and saw the Disneyland mailboxes that are down Main Street. So those really heavy ones that say like Beaverton, Oregon on them, and they're just huge. Um, you know, you you like the green ones. The green ones, the big, the big yeah. one, ones that like you thought if someone was going to try to steal this mailbox, they would not get far because it's too heavy, right? Yes. I thought, yes. <laughs> I thought, and and I looked up the history of those mailboxes that they were, they couldn't hold enough, so they really kind of got rid of them pretty quick in in 1955. And I thought to myself, oh, that's that must be where they got these, right? Because they're oh all down. Oh my gosh! But here's the thing: looking at old photos, the mailboxes that you saw on Main Street were the ones that you kind of see in Frontierland. So the actual like bent metal, like someone had just taken sheet metal and made a mailbox. So at some point between 55 and I'm trying to figure out when they got them, they replaced all the, you know, bent metal ones into these giant ones that are, they're technically not even, they, they don't actually fit the look of, they, they fit the look of Main Street, but they actually don't, didn't come around until like the late, the late 40s, early 50s. So. Interest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so I, Main Street's dated way back before that. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But, but, and the, but the history of mail, and this is why when I know Florida got rid of their mailboxes for, I don't know, like a month or two, and Disneyland has their mailboxes still, and if they ever got rid of them, I would scream. It's wild to know that the <laughs> history of, the history of mail at turn of the century, that was text messaging. Yeah. You would, yeah. you would actually, in the morning, if I said, oh, you know what? I, w- I want to have uh, lunch with, with Jen. I would put a, I would put a one-cent stamp on there. I would write down, hey, let's have lunch at you know Bengal Barbecue. I'd put it in the mailbox, and then you'd get it before noon, and then we'd go have lunch. And they would you know do that so... mail three times a day for postcards. Oh, my God. That's fascinating because also I feel like – that would make it easier to commit to because nowadays texting is so easy. I could be like, well, I don't know about one, maybe one thirty. <laughs> right. Like, no, just show up at one because you got this postcard. It takes three days. Let's go. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah, I I have noticed too that a lot of the old postcards I've looked at, like even non Disney ones, they're very. A lot of them are kind of very short and to the point. I'm like, this is a weird thing to write on a postcard. But now that you bring that up, it might just be like informative, literally. Like, yeah. Here, this is what I have to tell you. Yeah. Um, you know, w- won't be back on Thursday. Please keep watching the cats until Saturday. You know, like, so like that's like, oh, that was important. And it costs, it would cost more to make a phone call than it would to send that postcard. You know, when wow. we're looking at those vacation ones, you know. If something changed in your schedule and said, oh, we've changed our mind, we're going to go to San Francisco, then we're going to go up to Portland, and then we'll be back in Seattle on, you know, the 5th. It's like, okay, well, good, good to know. So we won't, come, we won't come to your house on the 4th and expect to see you there or think you died, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's important. <laughs> that's so fascinating. I love it. Um, so I have some questions for you. First of all, do you know how many mailboxes are located in the park or around how many? Currently, there are 17. 17 in Disneyland? In Disneyland. 
Five in DCA. Are there any in DCA? There are five. Five in DCA. Oh, there are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they all on Buena Vista Street? No, there's only there's one, two on Buena Vista Street. So there's one when you first walk in on the left next to the shop that's right there. I can't remember the name of the shop that's... Is that the Five and Dime? The or is that Oswald's? The, no, after Oswald's. The first, the main, their main emporium. Oh, got it. Oh, shoot. I don't know either. There's one there, and then there's one by uh, the Plaid Station and the the um, the Times Tote Board. There's one over okay. there. There's one gotcha. all the way on Pixar Pier next to the games. There's one. Now I've got to think about where it is. There's one on the wharf. This is one of my favorite ones to go to because you can eat and mailbox. Um, there's one right on the wharf <laughs> uh, between uh, the bakery and the um, – I'm blanking on the name of the – Where is it at? The, the wharf? The, the wharf. So in between the bakery and the bread bowl place where you get the um, – I was just there too. Where you get the clam chowder the- and everything. So oh, yeah, like, yeah. In between, like the, yeah. the free sourdough bite? Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> so there's there, and then there's one near the entrance or exit to the Grand California near Grizzly Peak. Oh, okay. Okay, so that, that very one, spread out. That one's kind of hidden. That's good. And it's next to uh, you know, stroller parking, so it's not my favorite. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like the ones that you find that you can, like... Like how you mentioned you can eat and like you can have a seat, <laughs> right. you can eat, you can write out your postcards. Fine. Right. And that's really cool. Do you often write your postcards mainly while you're in the parks? So mainly or a little the, bit of both. I cheated I've done some cheats. <laughs> well you said a lot of postcards, so that's yeah. understandable. Um I yeah, I did some cheats uh, a while back when I was doing a lot that I would pre print most of it of like having a blank time just went on blank. And then I just fill in the blanks real quick and then slap slap a stamp on it and send it off. So I did a lot of that the last couple of years just because I was sending out so many. The you you got the Disney Nurses Day one, right? I sent that to my entire list. There you go. Perfect. That one I actually wrote on the back of all of them. And I spent I sent Aww, at least awesome. 150 of them. But most of them wow. I realized no one is getting two of these, so I can say the same thing if I need to. Of like, oh, weather's nice. Just right. went on this, <laughs> yeah. and then sign my name real quick, and then put it in the mail. So, you know, it gets challenging to do that, but at the same time, like I'm figuring out a way. I I think it's more challenging for me to figure out who gets what postcard. So going forward, the nicest thing about the Nurses Day postcard, the Disney Nurses Day postcard, was everyone got the same one. All I had to worry about is slapping the label of the address on, putting the stamp that coordinated with the with the person. If they it was if it's out of the country, I've just put a little extra money on it, and then I can write whatever. So like, the harder part is not writing the postcard. The harder part is figuring out who gets what postcard. Uh, I, oh, you know. okay. I I can see that. That and, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and do you so? Is this a part of your podcast as well to have like a pen pal type situation? So it's not. It, I I added that in recently of having incoming postcards because I was I was getting incoming postcards and I started doing something called post crossing, which is I like to say low rent uh, pen pal. You just send off t- one postcard to whoever you get the address for. They are not required to send you anything back. So right, you're just sending off stuff, 
and you're getting stuff too, but it's not necessarily from who you sent to. It's just random somebody else, someone from another country, someone from somewhere oh, else. That's so cool. And so on my profile, I specifically ask because it's interesting to me to get other Disney stories. So I ask, you know, if you're interested and you have a Disney story or a Disneyland story or a Disney park near where you are, please, please write about that. And I've gotten some pretty, that's a pretty long, you know, Oh, this is why I love Disney and just go all the way through. Or there are some, there are some postcard centers that will actually create postcards. So they'll draw. I've got one of Dumbo. That's just adorable. I've got one that this girl drew of the little mermaid of Ariel. Aww. So I get these really cool postcards that I can talk talk about on the podcast, and you you know, on top of the Disney history, it's also great to um, it's also great to have the mail aspect of it. Of you know, hey, we have this thing. It's called a mailbox. You can get stuff in all the time. S- it's, send it's, send it's out mail. Whole new idea, <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, I responded to someone's I responded to someone's text message the other day via a postcard. I said. I know you messaged me about this. <laughs> I'm sending you a postcard back. I'm that kind of hipster today. And then oh, clocky. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's actually really cool, too, because a lot of um, podcasts and whatnot, they'll have, like, listener email episodes. And, like, we, we use Instagram a lot, so we'll, we'll read, like, um, reviews that we've gotten or comments that we've gotten via Instagram about certain topics. But that's, like the best version of that for you right. for your po- your podcast the, the, that's so cool the other thing about it and it's funny cuz i i talk about this too cuz I, I have cast members that look at me weird when i have like a bunch of postcards they're like what are, what do you you why do you have so many postcards i go look, i'm going to mail postcards from the park <laughs> and they go why i go well cuz you know if i if i post a photo of me having a great time on instagram or on facebook you might see it you may see it I'm, facebook recently i i see everything 3 days later now, a yeah, post- I like rarely even go on Facebook, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, a postcard, you have to physically handle that postcard. So if I'm, you know, saying, "Hey, Jen, I'm at Disneyland, and you're not," ha ha ha, laugh laugh laugh. Uh, I hope you get here soon. Whatever, clocky. Like you have to physically hold that in your hand. Whereas if I just kind of post right. on Facebook, like, "Oh, I was at Disneyland," you'd be like, oh, "I didn't see it. You were at Disneyland. How was it? Was it nice?" You know. Whereas like to actually have that physical, and it's also the you know, for incoming mail, it's easy to write a quick comment on Instagram, but to actually take the time to write that out, to put the stamp right, on, to address effort, it, like right? the effort I get, I would say this, and, and you know, what, would I respond to something on, on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that? Of course. But the extra effort, it's a more meaningful piece to talk about. So it's totally. something, you know, it's something that I started doing, and then when I started actually getting mail in, because I rented the P.O. Box well before I started the podcast, getting the actual mail in was just incredible. And I have people that... I need to get on that. Like, again, I have people that just will send me old postcards, and I go, thanks, I'll be using it in the show. And I've I've even given a shout-out when I have two good postcards from one person. I'll be like, oh, yeah, sent sent from Jen. You know, Jen sent me these two postcards. We're going to talk about them. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So... I I 100% get that effort thing and it makes you feel really special being on the receiving end of it. And I have to tell you, I have all the postcards you sent me on my refrigerator. So like, <laughs> not only are they like the special moment that I got something handwritten in the mail, like that like never happens anymore. So it makes me feel really special. And then you also have like a piece of Disney history or art or something on the actual postcard too. So it's like a double whammy. Like you get 
history or like triple even like history artwork and a letter from a friend like yeah. it's so cool to have that and i've kept them all like they're all on my <laughs> on my fridge <laughs> well if so, we know each other for longer for you're gonna, if, we, if we know each other for any longer you'll have to get a bigger fridge that, that's the complaint i get from everyone it's right, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to do when you they, i get that question a lot of like what do you do with all your postcards so what i do with my episode postcards is i put them in a photo photo album that holds two photos per page which is perfect because I have two episodes per page. And when I I had one already, ah. I had one already from an amazing. There was a early two thousands. There was a Disney crest, but not a not the Disney crest. It was a Mickey Mouse crest logo, like. Wait, I can picture that. Is is Mickey's face like straightforward and has like a red tongue in it? No, 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 no. It, it was this one right here. So it's that one. So it's got just Mickey Mouse, oh, gotcha. like classic, like hands behind his back. And then it said Disneyland on the bottom, has the crown on the top and the flourishes and the shield. And I had this forever and I used to just have photos in it. And I said, you know, I wonder if that would fit postcards. And so I put my episode postcards. <laughs> I started putting my episodes postcards in there. And then that way also I know I've used them. And then I have all my other postcards in binders. So uh. you know, a good way to store if you needed to, it's just a binder. And then I can yeah. go, I can flip through really quickly, too, and look at all of them. I need to do that's, that with... Yeah, my, that's super fun. I need to do that with my incoming postcards, except for sometimes I get oversized postcards, and I go, well, I'll have to put in, like, another page <laughs> in for that. I, I had a friend of mine send me... He, he made a postcard using the cardboard, like, poster they were giving out that showed all the Disney mountains on it. Okay. They gave they gave away for like I think one of the food and wine festivals or something like that, and he just drew a line on the back and wrote I wrote this line and then <laughs> yeah. wrote this amazing stuff and then put a stamp on it and put it into a mailbox and then it got into my mailbox. And I'm like, this this is typical to to get to get this, but uh, yeah, I mean you, that's great. There, there's there's always that adage of like oh you can put a stamp on anything and mail it. It's like yeah you, yeah <laughs> people do it with potatoes. Even, uh... Yeah, potatoes, coconut. You can do that at um, not Alani. Well, maybe Alani, but uh, the Polynesian Disney World. Yeah, so random. Um, I was gonna ask you. Oh, I love that you can put two to a page because that fits your episode. Right. So well, do you ever write anything else in there, like episode number or anything, or is it just like obvious because it's in in order? I should. I don't because my handwriting's bad. I should just like tab it out at some point of just like oh. This is episode 50. This is episode, you know, 25. So I know where to go to because I need to. I'm also bad at organizing things. So I have some that are missing that I got to go where. Okay. What postcard was that? <laughs> go dig around and for they, that. Yeah. And when they all look the same because it's like, oh, it's just another, you know, Mark Twain postcard that there's a million of. Um, I have to go back and right. look. Well, okay. What did I talk about in that episode? Luckily, I write out all my episodes. So if I need to search mm. for it, I can check that out rather than going back and listening easy, to every yeah. single episode. Like, okay, which postcard? Who, what right. was the, what yeah. was the name? I mean, I I I did a double take a couple of weeks ago. I was doing a an episode, and I said, "Wait, I I've said this name before recently," and I realized that like, no, this person had gone to Disneyland twice, had sent it to their their parents twice, what? and so I had two different postcards. And when they found went, it from the same people, well, I probably, I mean, likely I bought it on the same. I bought it on the That's same. Still pretty fascinating. Thing. Oh yeah, I feel like they would have. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, just been missed in some point. Like, <laughs> I've been meaning to do an episode for Barry. Uh, Barry's a guy I have, like, five or six postcards that were sent to him from different people to, from Disneyland to him. What? So he was a 
he was an avid postcard receiver. And so I have a bunch of like his postcards. This is to, you know, to, to Barry or to the berries. And I go, I should do an episode on this guy. Who who knows who this was, but I don't have any inf- enough information to look on like the find a grave website or anything like that to find out who, who this was. Oh my gosh. It's super interesting. What if you were able to find like their family or something? That'd be so weird. I, and I've been asked that question like, of like a good weird, <laughs> a lot, a lot of people that also collect older postcards talk about like, don't contact because if they're lost postcards or they may be lost for a reason. So I, I keep Ooh. that, I keep that definitely away from, Oh, let me see if there's any, if I, you know, go to find a grave and like, Oh, this person lives in town. I'm like, here's the old address. I, I don't do that. And I usually, you know, on the back yeah. of the, the postcards, when I show them on Instagram is I'll block out if, if the address exists mm. still and I'll look it up to see if, okay, this address is now a school, so it doesn't matter. Or right. or this is a public address. I've got or a couple condos or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've got a couple that have gone to you know old folks' homes, right? Back in the day, you send it to your grandparents, and they they live in you know Shady Acres over here, or whatever. And right. So those ones I don't worry about because they're an actual place or a place of work. Uh, I had one. I actually contacted this place in England. It was a hairdresser that the postcard had been sent to. The Guy has retired, but his son still runs another business in town. And the actual hairdresser that it was sent, the actual address is still a hairdresser. So I sent them the same postcard of like, hey, this postcard was sent to you back in the 1970s. Here's another one. You know, please enjoy and thanks. And I had contacted them to get information. So I said, oh, thanks for the help on the, on my podcast episode and sent it off to England. So that was really fun. That's so cool. Yeah. There's some, there's things too that I've gotten rid of because I just have like, too much of everything and then I'll get rid of some things and I kind of regret it later so like maybe even that could be like that cool moment of getting something back or even like maybe you didn't regret it but it's still like a cool piece of your life to have like all of a sudden pop back in that's that's fun like people find stuff in their homes a lot I know that's another thing like they'll find something oh yeah if they have an older home they'll find the the old owner previous owner and send it to them or whatever it's really really cool Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have a couple other questions for you. Um, and this is something I'm pretty sure I know the answer for because I've been frustrated with it in the past. <laughs> Can you buy stamps in the parks? No, but you know what I learned this last trip to Disneyland? Huh. And I got this from someone who was working in the Grand California. I bought some postcards that were I bought some new postcards. They actually had new postcards out. And I said, Oh, I gotta buy these new postcards. And the the cast member helping me at the register said that if you take the postcard to the front desk, they will stamp and mail it for you. Oh, at the hotels? At the hotels. That's what I've heard from one cast member. I've, I've got to wow. verify it. I mean, I always have my own stamp, so I don't have to worry about it. But I'm curious to see if that is true. And if that is, I think that's awesome. But there's nowhere, that in, is awesome. there's nowhere in the park. They used to sell stamps in the park, though. I've got a lot of old maps that talk about like, oh... If you need postage stamps, go to these three locations and get postage stamps. And it's like, oh, if only. Oh, if only. Oh, (laughs) if only. Um, Yeah, I always have, I have my sunglasses case that I always take with me to Disneyland and it has some postcard stamps in it. Like I always just just keep them in the case. Yeah, just in case (laughs) for the few times I've actually sent out postcards, (laughs) but I love the idea of it. I want to get more into it. So now that I know you have an inbox, I'll be sending you some for sure. (laughs) So be prepared. <laughs> um, and then let's see. Uh, do they sell other types of stationery anywhere other than postcards? 
I have seen like it. Like stationary and envelopes kind I've of deal? I've seen it before. It's rare now. I mean, there used to be a whole stationary. Hallmark used to have a store on Main Street. They used to have a front oh. a shop on Main Street. The I've bought a tin of Mickey Mouse like and and Mickey Mouse like art po- um not postcards. Um art cards. So they were Mickey Mouse in different styles and different different artists interpretation of Mickey Mouse that were just kind of greeting cards, fold, foldable greeting cards. So those have been on the park before. Other than that, I haven't seen much stationary based stuff at the park so it's and that was yeah, at the disneyana website either, so i yeah. wanted to ask you <laughs> yeah yeah disneyana had it for um for that tin and it's, I, I use the tin because it's actually you know shaped as you know letters but right and i've actually used the card i had um at a friend of mine in canada who w- lives in a small community she is the actual actually the um she's the post office there and someone couldn't make it to Disneyland because of COVID and was like, hey, mm. if you could send off this, if you could, if you could just send a postcard from Disneyland, it'd be great. And I was able to ask a cast member because this is before this is before hugs at Disneyland came back. So they weren't right. signing anything or doing anything. I said, oh, hey, can, can you get this card back? And, you know, if Mickey and, and Minnie aren't busy, if they could just sign this card, that'd be great. He came back with the entire Fab Five plus, you know, what? all signed, you know, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, Chip oh Dale. Oh, my god! And I was like, this is perfect. And I, you know, I signed my name at the bottom of it and put it in the envelope and then sent it off. And, oh it, my and god, it, was, that is it was appreciated on the other perfect. end. And I was like, yeah, that, I was like, I've used my Disney magic for the day. I should head home. So that was the last thing I did before I left that trip. Oh, I love that so much. So many people were involved in that. Yeah. Oh, and and it was great. And then and then on the other end, she said, "Oh, and the this kid who who couldn't make it, it was like a, it was a make a wish trip that couldn't make it. He's like, oh, she was man. like, his grandmother is going to be so excited that he got this card. That's all she'll talk about for a while. So thanks for giving her something oh. to talk about as well. I was like, oh yeah, no problem. You know, you know, I and I don't I don't I don't mind doing those kind of specialty." you know, event stuff. Oh, you, you need someone, a postcard to be sent to someone? Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm at the park, you know. Yeah. I mean, although postcard prices are going up um, stamp-wise, it's still, it's nothing. Oh, yeah, it's, what are we at nowadays? It's going to go up to 41 cents in like two what? weeks. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. It's getting almost caught up with uh, regular letters at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's weird to think of, it's weird to look at I have got some Disney stamps that were meant for regular letters that are like 39 cents and 41 cents. And like that, I go, that wasn't that long ago. That was back in 2005. Right. Like, yeah, I have to put this on postcards. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Actually, I, I did, I did a, I mailed some special postcards recently and they had, I put the, the 2005 stamp on there with the 1967 Walt Disney stamp that I have a bunch of. And so I put those nice. in the mail. And then I'm I'm really diligent now with that stamp, especially. Uh, and a friend of mine, um, who is also an avid postcard sender, will write on it. Actually, has got stickers on it that says "Going to a stamp collector, please do not pen cancel." Because sometimes when it's a bunch of different stamps, they'll go through and go, "Okay, that's six cents. That's this. That's this many." And they'll just take an actual like ballpoint pen or a sharpie and cross out the stamp. 
as opposed to postmarking oh, it. And, and it, like, it totally like, ruins that stamp. Uh, and yeah. it, I mean, the postmark already is going to add another layer, but it is part of what mail is. But right, the, that's kind of you know, like... It's like it's the, part it's of it. part of it, right? Now, yeah. I, I saw one of my postcards made it to its destination, and yeah, it had the little wavy lines that went over that went over the top of Walt's head, but I go, but that's mail. That looks like mail. Right. An actual, like, Sharpie pin going through it? No, that looks like you're trying to draw a mustache on him. You know, it just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work. He's already got a mustache. What does he need another one for? Right, he's already got one. He doesn't need two. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So you can put, like, if you find an old postcard that already has a stamp, you can just put a new stamp, like, to the left of it or something? Yeah. It, you... I would be careful with that because that might be... That might not make it. Um because they may try to they may try to say oh there's there's not enough postage but like you put enough postage on but if there is i i've got a couple that have had that have never been mailed so there was the postcard and someone put a stamp on it but ne- never mailed it so i'll just put up oh, the rest of the postage gotcha. on it and send it out oh that's great yeah. that's awesome <laughs> and it gets counted as that yeah interesting um so as far as the mailboxes in the parks mm-hmm. do you have a Favorite or preferred mailbox? It's like pick, picking a favorite kid or a favorite attraction. It's really, <laughs> it's really difficult. For general look, the Tomorrowland mailbox is amazing. It's blue. Okay. It's blue. It's right there. It's right next to, um, it's right next to the Tomorrowland bathrooms, which is always great. But it's also next to the old <laughs> Carousel of Progress building. It's attached to the Carousel of Progress building which is now just kind of nothing. Okay. So that, that one looks amazing. I don't even know where that one is. So now I have to go discover it next time I'm there. Yeah. So when you're, so head towards the Tomorrowland railroad station. Okay. And it's on the, it's on the right and it blends in cause it's blue on a blue, ba- on a blue background. And it's, it's my favorite look. Cause it's got that, it's got that great look. My favorite to use gotcha. is the one right before you leave the park. There's one that is next to the newsstand, which is now the photo pla- photo pass place. So there's a mailbox right there before you leave. And that's usually the one at the end of the night that I'll take a photo of or I'll throw my cards into, you know, everyone. Right. It's funny to watch like Instagram and, and Facebook and TikTok even. And everyone's like, oh, you know, I always say goodnight to Walt by ringing the bell. Oh, I always say goodnight to Walt by taking a photo next to the Main Street Opera House. Or, oh, I always make sure to, you know, register a compliment over here. I'm like, yeah, I always make sure to put one more piece of mail in that box before I leave. Because yeah. that way I just know <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll make it out. That's awesome. I have a favorite, but it's in the hub. Is that one to the, like, if you're facing the castle, it's on the left side. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about the, the that one, one. The, the one, one pointing, I've always used. The one pointing towards Frontierland. Yes. Well, and it's yes. it's funny we have a mailbox because you and I met at a mailbox, so that is also yes, one of my did. favorite mailboxes too. Because <laughs> I go, oh, that's where I met Jen, and we had, and it was the best. <laughs> she thought it was just some rando, and come to find out, oh my god, <laughs> it was the best. Because I was like already wanting to be your friend and know who you were. I thought you were random, and I was like, this guy is like soaking up the Disney holic energy so hard right now. I need to be best friends with this guy. And then we turned out you are already friends with our group. <laughs> I was like, yes. We're talking about how what how to turn on Disneyland, right? Cuz it was there was the the switch that starts the park. Yeah, the button, the Disneyland the, button. Yeah. Yep. That is so funny, which I still need to investigate more on. I want to have a podcast episode about that cuz it's just like lore. If it exists or doesn't, I need right. to know more. And <laughs> 
<laughs> I need to have some like confirmation and or be able to turn Disneyland on myself. That would right. be great. I just want to have that opportunity sometime in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. All right, let's see what else I have here for you. Um, uh, have, oh, yeah, okay, this is a something that I just want to happen in my life. But have you ever seen a replication of the Disneyland postcards that are in Small World, those giant postcards at the end? No, yo, I just, I just did a TikTok on that. And no, I've not seen those. Um, I have a book. <sighs> I, I need those in my life. This book, which is the Dickel Tour, which is all the postcards. Oh, the from, Nickel Tour. Yeah. All the way from the first postcards of the park all the way through to about the mid 90s. They, wow. they would have made them by then and they would have made them for, I would say, the most recent. We just had the. We just had the Small World 50th. They would have made it for the Small World 50th and I would have known That's about true. it. So. That is true. They they should. Need those they should, but they ways. don't. And I, you know, it makes <laughs> me sad because I go, this, this would be great. This would be great to have. And I miss it. And you you remember Disneyland when there used to be park specific, but also land specific merchandise that if you mm-hmm. didn't get it in New Orleans Square or if you didn't get it in Frontierland or you didn't get it in Fantasyland, then you didn't get it. Right. Right. So it's time to it's right. time to bring that back, and I think you know those postcards. If you could only per- purchase them at that you know tomorrow uh, at that Tomorrowland, the Fantasyland toy shop next to Small World, like oh, it'd be great. Yes, perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. I'm gonna. I feel like I need to create them or something because they're they need to be in the world. They're so cute, right? Oh. And everybody knows what they are as soon as you get them. Like you don't even need to write anything on those really. Yeah. Like if it says having lots of fun in Disneyland, I'd be like sold, done. <laughs> The weather's great or whatever it says. Yeah, right? <laughs> so cute. So many weather's great. Or or my favorite, actually, when I look at some of the old post- postcards, when they go, oh, it's really hot. And I use, and one of the things I talk about in my podcast is what the weather was that day. And someone yes. will be like, it was really hot today. And I look up when they went and I you know take a, an average of about when they oh were probably gosh. there. And so someone will be like, oh, it's really hot. And I look up, I go, it, it was 73 that, you know, that's not really hot. Out. But then I look th- <laughs> then I look to where it was sent to. And so I'll go like, oh, well, oh se- my God. 73 in L.A. is probably pretty hot to someone who is, you know, in the wintertime, you know, coming in from Minnesota. And it's, you know, right. Whatever, whatever temperature it is there. So, yeah, this is really hot. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Got to really take that into oh context. You can even like fact check people. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, are there any mailboxes that are hard to find, like more hidden than some of the other ones? Hidden gem mailboxes. Hidden gem I guess? mailboxes. I mean, the Frontierland. Two of the Frontierland ones are kind of tucked away. There's one that's right next to the the leather shop, where you can do okay. where you can get your bracelet made with your name on it. There's one that's there that's kind of tucked away a bit. And there's one that's next to the stage door cafe. That one's tucked away. Ooh, I don't think I know about that one. Yeah, and and it really blends in. And, and you know, at that point, if you're at the stage door cafe, you're there for food, not to send mail. So it, right. th- that one's kind of tucked away. And then the the Critter Country ones. One is attached to the Brer Rabbit like hut that's there, the little shop that's there right before you get into Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. And there's one on the 
the storefront of the uh, Winnie the Pooh like store that's right over there. That used oh, Pooh's to be Pooh's Corner. Pooh's Corner, yeah. So yeah, over by Pooh's, Pooh's Corner, there's one that if you're in line for Winnie the Pooh to like meet the characters, you would probably see it. But if you're not back there for for that, you you know it's right under a bench over there, tucked yeah. away. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay, and then let's see. Oh, I wanted to ask. This is just out of strict, like straight up curiosity. Do you know? Do they collect? Like, for instance, the blue boxes that we all put mail in out in public, mm-hmm. they collect them every day. They have the collection times listed on them, like 5 <laughs> o'clock every day or whatever. Do they have a system like that at the Disneyland so I've met, mailboxes? I've met the Disneyland mail person once. Of course you have. <laughs> and and I talked to him for a, he really quick because he was working. And it was right when the park opened. And he said that usually they check the mail before guests come in. Just out of, okay. you know, it's easier because there's no one around. And it right. seemed like they picked them up every day. From what okay. I could tell, I think they get picked up every day. And I've I've mailed enough. And when I see mail arrive as quickly as it does sometimes, because my favorite, other than sending out as far as I possibly can, I also like sending really close. So when I look at an address and I go, you live down the street. This says Harbor Boulevard. <laughs> So I'll send a postcard and like when they get it the next day, I go, okay, yeah, well, they picked up the mail and then took it, took it right over. So right, yeah, I assume, I assume, they, I assume they're checking every day. I also think they probably check every day in case someone like drops something ridiculous in there or like drops like their cell phone mm. in there or something like that. So it's a kind of a lost oh, and found, right? Kind of a lost and found yeah. thing. Well, there used to be, there used to be a thing. People used to write their address on their keys. Not that that was safe, but that way, if. If you lost your keys, you can just put them in the mail and the mail would just deliver them. Oh, yeah. You could just mail it home to them. Yeah. Back when we could trust people, maybe. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> that's great. Um, okay. That's interesting. I was wondering if there was like a like a lesser cadence because it's, it's kind of more like it almost feels more novelty right. to have the mailboxes there than it would be for like. Uh, keeping by normal guidelines, but that's really cool to know. Always, so may, basically, would go out the next morning. I'm always probably. curious to see how many, how many cards actually get into the mailboxes. But to do that, I need 17 friends, and we need to be at the park all day <laughs> and just watch every post box. Oh, like oh, <laughs> how many? <laughs> I mean, I'll take up that challenge with you for a day. I don't mind. Right? We, uh, that, that would be like a great solo day challenge. Like we right. could like swap mailboxes. Yeah, too, swap mailboxes. Right? Yeah, swap mailboxes. Get, Everyone like, gets a lunch yeah. break. Between that and also, I've, like, al- I've always wanted to sit in front of the sit in front of the castle on like a dapper day and count how many proposals happen. That too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Just from from park open to park close. How many? <laughs> how many? How many people dropped a knee? In front of that castle on Dapper right. Day. Oh, yeah. We look so beautiful. We're dressed so nice. I, those statistics just... There's would... cameras everywhere. Right, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> That's really funny. That'd be really fun. I'm totally down to do that. And we could get people to rotate out. We could go on rides for a little bit. Right. I'm into it. Take Yeah, take breaks. Um, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Breaks, lunch. Or we can bring mobile orders to everybody. Right. <laughs> How are you doing? How's it going? How many postcards this hour? None? Okay, I didn't think so. Right. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Um, okay, and I have a pop quiz for you. Oh, okay. Do you know either how many? Not how many. Like where all the fake mailboxes are, and these are going to be inboxes now, like your home mailbox, not somewhere you can mail one out. 
if I think about it, probably a lot of them. There are at least two on Main Street. <laughs> there's at least a one letter slot and there's two actual like mailboxes on Main Street that are fake. I love it. All right. There, there's the one that I know you know, which is the one in front of Haunted Mansion. The one what? The one in front of Haunted, Haunted Mansion. So in front of Haunted Mansion, oh, yes. before you get in, there's the, it used to be on the inside of the gate. Now it's on the outside of the gate. And it's usually it's used mostly for storage. Like square thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there is one that I will say is in question because who knows what we see when Toontown reopens. But Toontown had one, a mailbox, a fake mailbox that you could open. It would talk to you. And then they would also mm-hmm. have the inboxes of the characters in the in the mail room there, but we'll see if yep. that we'll see if that survive. I took a lot of photos before they closed that place down, and we'll same. S- we'll see if that we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Nothing in Tomorrowland. There's probably one. I'll put a question mark on. There's probably one on Splash Mountain in front of like Br'er Bear or Br'er Foxes. They may have a mailbox. I love it. So there, I have one in Splash Mountain, but it's not those. There might be those. I don't know. But the one that I have for there is the mailbox for Rufus, the sleeping bear. Oh, he's got, he's got a mailbox. He's got a mailbox. He's got a mailbox. Send stuff to Rufus. It's a bear country character. Yeah. <laughs> it's old school. Oh, man. <laughs> Why those aren't in the park anymore? Miss that. I know, I know. Um, and I only have one other listed down. Fantasyland. I'm trying to think if there's one in Fantasyland. Because Mr. Toad doesn't have one. Peter Pan doesn't have one. What? What? what well, what, I think Mr. Toad actually does. But think of a a very very small oh, version. Oh yeah, of Mr. Toad. Yeah, the um, Storybook Land Canal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's, yeah, there so are they some have little mini mailboxes. It's yeah. so cute. Because White Rabbit has oh one too, I think, on that. Yeah, there's a few of the little yeah. houses that have mailboxes. Yeah. <laughs> the fake mailboxes. That's of so fun. Yeah, well, get... you like killed it, and you knew a couple that I didn't even have on my list. Like, I didn't even put the Haunted Mansion one. I completely forgot about it. You're oh. totally right. Yeah, Haunted Mansion one. Haunted Mansion one. It, it makes me sad because I think New Orleans Square should have a mailbox, but doesn't. And it, right, it's like the only place with addresses. Yeah, it's the only place with addresses. It's <laughs> when you look at when you look at Main Street and the Main Street mailboxes, like it fits in really well. You know, just if there was one outside of Pirates or just one outside of Haunted Mansion, would just look amazing. It, it makes it, it doesn't make any sense that there isn't one there, or even one right off the Rivers of America. You know, oh. just just one on the on the uh, light pole. Just right there. That would be nice. Can we get more mailboxes, right? please? We, we lost Love one. It. it makes me sad that they haven't put the Fantasyland one back. Right. Yeah. That And that I one. Know. And a lot of people love that one because it has the hidden Mickey on it. Yep. And so yep. I, I go. <laughs> that was the one outside the sword shop. Yeah. The it, Which is yeah. now Merlin's. Ma- it's, it's actually yeah, gone back. Curio yeah. Something. Miscellany, that's Miscellany, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then I want to ask you a couple, is this true? And see if you know about these or not. Um, I read online a few facts about the Disneyland mailboxes, and they said that they started them um, when Disneyland opened because they were trying to, like, draw in 
um, business people that they were able to conduct business while they're in the park. Like they can mail out their mail if they need to while they're at Disneyland. They don't have to go somewhere else on vacation. They have the I, capability while I've they're here. I've heard that. I don't know if that's 100% true. I think part of it is that is something that you did in the 50s. They were selling postcards so that they wanted to have you to have... I right, mean, that's when, totally more logical. When you think about when Disneyland opened and there was nothing nearby, it's like, well, great, are you going to ask people to take postcards with them to another location to, to mail them, right? So having the postcard, right. having the mailboxes there were probably important. They have been there from the first right. day, though. I do know that. That is great. Um, and Disneyland originally had their own post office, is that correct? They have not had their own post office. They have always... They've not what? They've never had their own post office. They've only okay. collected and then, and then taken them to another location to mail. Oh, okay. So did they ever have their own postmark or did it always have just the city of Anaheim like it does currently? So there are rumors that there are postmarks that are out there that happened. The only thing I know for sure is they have had specialty postmarks for special events. So I have some. Oh. I have some for like. I can't remember what they were for now, but there's a handful of them that would be made special. I mean, you, it's funny. You can actually go to the USPS and actually ask for a special postmark made. What? As long as it, it fits a couple of categories, right? It's got to be an anniversary of some sort. It's got to you know, it's There has to be certain things that line up with it. And so they've done some for, I know I've got some that are for the pigskin classic, which was an old um like 1980s football game that would be played a collegiate football game and so there there are a couple of them of Mickey like with the football or there was one for Walt for something there was another one there was one I think for Walt's 100th and there's a couple in the 90s oh there's one for when it was 40 years of adventure they had a special postmark for the 40 years of adventure wow yeah. i need to see those cuz i haven't seen any of those before i i did read that they had like a a Sleeping Beauty Castle one at some point that if you mailed from Disneyland, because I think that's like what everybody wants to see when oh, yeah. you mail something from Disneyland is that that stamp on top of your stamp to look like Disney also, but it doesn't. But supposedly at some point it did, and I don't think that was actually true. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because people talk about it, but I go, I ha I look for it on a regular basis, and I haven't seen it. Right. The one place, I've never seen it either. You know, uh, there's a there's another there's another park down the street called Knott's Berry Farm. I've only been once. They actually had what's that? What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I go. I went there once to see Crazy Kirk. Um, they they had a ghost town one that they used for a long time. Ooh. So I have a lot of post. I have a lot of cards that people bought the card at Disneyland, wrote on it at the hotel. Took it to Knott's Berry Farm and then mailed it from Knott's Berry Farm. So I have a bunch of Knott's Berry oh, Farm, that's like cool. you know, ghost, that's a fun one ghost to town have one. Too. But yeah, I again, if I if I could do anything, if I could go back in time and say, hey, Walt, how, what about this? I would really push that having a postmark would keep mail relevant until now because totally. people would, you know, there. I know I saw some people. I saw a couple of TikToks of people that mailed their wedding invitations from Disney World. But they didn't Aww. but they didn't know you had to go to a special shop in Disney World to have them actually put the Magic Kingdom stamp on it. Oh. And I'm like, oh yeah, you, I did, have known. you did all that and now it says Orlando and, and doesn't have the, yeah. like, the special <laughs> yeah. additional stamp. It's like all right. 
Wait, so you can get you can you still do that at Disney so, World? Yeah, Disney World. Any of your listeners who are on the the other coast, if you go to, if you're looking directly at Disney at the Main Street Station before going into the park, the store on the left has a stamp that is a circular stamp that says Magic Kingdom on it. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! I did not know that. Disneyland has I will definitely try that next time. Disneyland has a Disneyland Resort like stamp that just says Disneyland Resort in kind of the the Gothic calligraphy. But that's all. It, right. That's all it does. And I used to use that one, and then I got my own stamp because it, that's, your stamp is it, very cute. It's not that's a, actually what I want the Disneyland postcard or postmark to look like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, part part of me really wants to make one that doesn't that, that doesn't say my name, doesn't say my logo, doesn't have anything on it, and just drop it off on Main Street and go like, look, if anyone wants to use this, it's here. Yeah. I just because be very cute. just like put them on top of the well, things like here use this. or or I would even say like you you give it you give it to the right store or you give it to the right place and that you're going to see business there because they're going to go like oh I want to go send some mail and I want that stamp on it oh I'm going to go to right. Dis- Disney Anna or I'm going to go to oh I, I have to go to the Merlin shop to do that great then I'm going to the Merlin shop and I may not have gone in there other than that's where I got my my postcard stamped right Totally. Where where would you um at Disneyland to get the gothic font one? Where would you go for that? That is City Hall. City Hall. Okay. So, the hard part is it's it's sometimes if there's a long line it's not it wasn't worth it, right? Cuz I'm like, well, I'm sending it from Disneyland. I know I'm sending it from Disneyland. I'll take a photo. Right. They'll know it's from Disneyland. I always, that's what I always do. I take a photo of me putting it in the mailbox because I know it's just the Anaheim sticker, so it's like, oh, I want it to be like special like <laughs> So I'll send them the picture after they get the postcard. I'm like, look, I mailed it like in front of the castle or whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. But um, yeah, man. So yeah, I'm going to try that next time because I think that I've never seen that before. So I want to definitely try that out. Um, and I actually have a handful of postcards that I am ready to write up and send out to our patron listeners as well. So I have a round of postcards to write. So I'm going to take your advice and find somewhere I can sit, have lunch, and write some postcards Pre- on my next trip. Pre-write some, write some on the, if you're taking the plane down, write some on the plane. Yep. I, oh, yep. I always there do, I try to eat my lunch really quickly, and then that way when everyone's finishing lunch, I can write some down. When I do, Oh, right, yeah. When I do solo trips, there's some days that I'll just I'll just park it somewhere. The The old motorboat cruise launching area is a great place to like, just sit down and be quiet and, and write some stuff down. Yep. Uh, and so I have a solo trip coming up, so I think I'm going to have like that moment of just like chilling out and writing some postcards, which right? would be nice. Oh, uh, Tropical Hideaway. That's a good place. Yes. Great spot. Mm. I'm thinking about the Mark Twain, but there's nowhere to really like sit and write there, huh? So there's two places on the Mark Twain I like to write postcards. Excellent question. Okay. Uh, one is in kind of the Infinity Mirror area. There's there's a bar level. Oh, So yeah. you can stand up and write postcards there. Or that's right. As long as the band isn't there or Tiana's not there taking photos, the where the life jackets are on that same level, you can actually sit on that life jacket bench and then just use it to to write postcards. Oh, is it that little like stage area? Yeah, the little almost? stage area. Yeah. Gotcha. I definitely I write that's postcards from from Mark Twain all the time because then it feels like I'm actually doing uh, on an attraction, even though I'm like head down writing a bunch of stuff. Right. 
And it is nice, you're like taking a cruise while you're writing out your yeah, postcard. Yeah. Like, come on, like how more Disney can you get? It's like perfect. I usually get I in the time that I go all the way around, I can usually write and address like three postcards and I go, Oh, that that was good work and then I'll get off and then yeah, it's perfect. get back on again. I'm like, you're here. So again. you wouldn't recommend Space Mountain probably or Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, not the greatest. <laughs> um None actually, of the mountains probably. You could probably get away with uh Small World's probably light enough you can probably write in there. Oh, yeah. Mr. Lincoln gets too dark. But I've written inside. Like, if it's too hot, I'll go inside the Opera House and write postcards there. Oh, the Opera House, yeah. There's some seats in there, too. Smart. Plaza uh, Inn. That's probably what I'll do. Oh, Plaza There's oh. going to be, like, fried chicken <laughs> grease all over everyone's postcards. Sorry about it. it Sorry well, about it. It's part like of a, the experience. It's a scratch and sniff postcard now. <laughs> <laughs> like a lick and sniff. <laughs> anyway. Um... So I wanted to ask you, do you have any um, postcards? Like, I don't need to make you read them off because I don't know if you have them handy or not. But do you have any that you can remember that were, like, really focused on their Disney trip that Oof. you would wa- want to share with us? No, just not nearby. There, there, was one, there was one the other day that I used for this my last week's episode, which specifically talked about riding the Autopia cars. And using the same language below. And it's always funny when it's a kid because you can tell, like, the parent was like, oh, just use these words here. So it talks about being in the, <laughs> the gas powered cars and everything like that. And, and that, so that one was, was good. There's one um, I almost don't want to talk about because I, I don't know when I'm going to use this postcard. I have one from the opening day. Oh, oh what? Yeah, I know. Stop. Yeah. I have, I have an opening What's day postcard. What's the next big anniversary? Seventy fifth. That's like. 10 I can't wait. Years I can't now, wait so. that long. No, I'm. I'm thinking about for <laughs> my pod. I think I may use it for my two hundredth episode. But oh yeah, that'd be good. Your own milestone for but sure. It's it's an opening day postcard, and I'm still doing research on it because it talks about being in the newspaper. So I need to find if oh I can find God. that newspaper article. Yeah. It's oh, amazing. So there's. Did you just <laughs> find that like out in the wild? No, I well I went to. Now that the now that everything's getting back up to normal, I went to a postcard fair and um, I have my Patreon and my patrons and I use that that capital to move forward with the episodes because that's what the, it's really kind of meant to do is support everything there. So I right. went and I just I dropped a lot of money on a lot of postcards and that that particular postcard was about $45, but it was worth it because it was an opening worth day postcard. Worth it. I, I would have like, bought oh, it too. I don't was... even have the podcast and I would have bought it too. <laughs> you were like, so. oh. <laughs> it, and I, I looked at it and I said, yeah, I have I have to have this. It's I, I let go of one that was less expensive. That was the opening week postcard. And I was like, okay, well, I can't do that again. If I ever see a postcard that's an opening day or opening week or opening month, just buy it. Just buy it. Wow. And I saw it and I said, you know what? I just need to have that postcard. I have like yep. it. It's too good. I don't know what I can. I don't know what I pair it with. It maybe it's a solo a solo episode, but it's it was it was nice. It was like oh man, like postmark July. Well, if anyone 18th. should have that in their possession, it's oh, yeah. you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Well. I am very excited. This is like literally got me motivated. I'm already thinking as we're recording, like, where are the extra postcards that I have? Like, where did I put them? I need to gather them for my trip. Oh, my God. So I am very excited to write some postcards. And 
I would think that you and me would highly encourage everyone else to send a postcard home to their loved ones or their their other Disney holic friends or something on their next trip. Kind of get the ball rolling again on um, written media. It is really really special to get something in the mail and i think everybody knows that feeling i mean we all get excited to get amazon packages now right. imagine it just being like this piece of disney history and art that's written by your friend like come on right well that's so w- much more important that, that was a there was a political cartoon about that a while back of like in the early or in the late 90s when we were excited about getting an email from somebody and like we'd get all this kind of mail be like <laughs> oh mail and now it's like the opposite of like if i have to look at another email i swear i don't want to yes. look at another email and then you get something in the mail like, oh, a physical thing that someone sent me and, and spent time doing. And that I, right, you know, right. it's, it's funny because it's, it's something simple. And when, when I see people, when, I, when I'm writing postcards out and people see me doing it at the park and they go, that's a good idea. I go, yeah, it's a lot of fun, too, because it's, yeah. it's something, you know, it's something unexpected. I mean, no, I, know, I know a lot of my friends expect to get a postcard from me because I send postcards all the time. But not everyone... I don't know. It's funny. Not everyone expects to actually get that physical piece of mail, right? So, yeah. and yeah. and I've got some kids. I've got I've got a Patreon. Um, I've got a patron that her kid likes to check the mail. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I have I have a friend who I send mail to them all the time, and they moved. And the first thing that like her little daughter said was like, "Well, we have to we have to tell Uncle Clocky that we have a new address because oh. he's, he's got like he's like yeah, don't worry about telling Santa Claus. He'll find you." Clocky needs to know your address. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so darling. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me on the Disney Holic Show. I want to write all the postcards and have you back on at some point as well. So thank you so much for joining me. Of course. And awesome to be before on. we go. Yeah. Um, before we go, can you fill in? all the listeners of where to find you, your podcast, all your <coughs> socials that you want to share yeah. um, and how we can get involved in sending postcards. I am easy to find. I am sent from Disneyland on Instagram, on TikTok. I am sent from Disney on Twitter because they have a character count that doesn't allow you to have a longer name. <laughs> I am on Patreon, sent from Disneyland, easy to find me there. My, if you want to send mail, it's sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. Yeah. And then uh, web, website. I've got uh, my wife built a website for me that e- that hosts a lot of that stuff as well. So if you don't go to Instagram, my Instagram pushes my postcards to there. So that's sent from Disneyland.com. So awesome to have that handle for now until you know, yeah, a Disney lawyer comes by and says, hey, we own that. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Always the fear. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's where to reach me, where to find me. And then my podcast is just about everywhere. I don't, in, until I find out of a place that it isn't, you know, you, you know this game too with having a podcast. You go, oh, right. people use this and it doesn't pull from, from Apple. Great. Let me go ahead and add that one to, yep. to my <laughs> exactly. list. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I am, we're both probably in the same bucket on that. Like, I think we're everywhere, but... <laughs> Right. Let me and know then, for not. And then when I have a friend who says, oh, are you here? I go, okay, well, let's look me up. And if I'm not there, then I will go back and find out. There's one, I can't remember one recently that I was like, oh, okay, that one's this one. Great. Let me add that. I didn't know people actually use that. Yeah, yeah I think most, like, what is this? <laughs> I think most people use you know Spotify or use Apple or use you know whatever. But 
and a lot of a lot of them pull from Apple. So there's a lot of podcast uh, podcatchers that pull from Apple. And like, okay, great, I'm on Apple. That that right. it should yeah, show up there. I like how it's so streamlined now. Yeah, perfect. Sweet. Well, thank you, Clocky, for joining us. And for everyone else, thank you for listening to episode 90 of the Disney Holics show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at thedisneyholics.com. And follow Clocky everywhere and everywhere at Sent from Disneyland. Thanks for joining us, Clocky. And we will talk to you hopefully soon. Yeah, see you at the parks. All right. Bye-bye. When you mail a letter. You can send it anywhere On foot, by truck, by aeroplane The postman gets it there So write a letter to a friend Maybe she'll write you No matter what you always know The mail must go through Well, the mail must go through The mail must go through No matter if it rains or snows, the mail must go through. I said the mail must go through. The mail must go through. No matter if it rains or snows, the mail must go through. Some folks live in the city. Some live in a little town. Even if you live out on a farm, there's a postman making his rounds. So mail someone a letter. Just a card will do You know it's nice when the postman Has a letter in his sack for you Because the mail must go through The mail must go through No matter if it rains or snows The mail must go through I said that mail must go through The mail must go through No matter if it rains or snows The mail must go through Man, I really want to go to Disneyland